I am so tired of women viewing self-care and caring for their bodies as selfish. Caring for our health and having those boundaries to keep us mentally and physically and emotionally healthy is not selfish because it allows you to pour out more to others. Hey everyone, welcome to the Nourished and Thriving Show. I'm your host, Katie Lovett. I'm a registered dietitian on a mission to help you increase your impact and legacy on the world while healing your gut and reducing your IBS symptoms. I'm so grateful to have you here. Each week, I'll inspire you to live vibrantly and provide valuable resources and information that empowers you to take bold action towards your health goals. Before we dive in, make sure you follow or subscribe to my show wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Ready? Let's go! Hey guys, welcome back to the Nourished and Thriving show. I'm so happy to be back after a short, kind of long winter break and some really, really great things planned for you. And I'm really excited to share. So excited for upcoming episodes. Make sure you catch them. They're coming out on Thursdays. So make sure you tune in. Of course, wherever you're listening, you can subscribe to either my YouTube channel or my podcast so that you get notified anytime I release a new episode. And trust me, you don't want to miss all. So if you've been listening or navigating gut health for a while, you know that it can feel kind of confusing. But at the time, everything just seems to contradict itself. Nothing seems to be connected. And it can feel really challenging to know how to move forward. You know, you're hearing from one place to try a low FODMAP diet and then somewhere else it's like, well, it's kind of stressful and it's only meant to be done for a couple of weeks and you have to reintroduce things and that can feel kind of chaotic, which all of that is kind of my perspective on it. But you'll hear, you'll hear from someone else that it's just end all be all and something you have to do to heal your. You'll hear, you know, from a doctor, oh, just manage your symptoms, eat more fiber, drink more water, take this prescription medication. And then you do it and maybe the medication makes you feel worse or you don't really notice a difference or an improvement. Friends and family can get frustrated and they can also be super supportive with too many suggestions. So it's kind of a madhouse out there whenever you're trying to just navigate this and figure out the best way to move forward with everything. So whenever I was thinking about what I could really give to you guys to help just know how to move forward and have some things to try to get you some relief, some lasting real relief without overly stressing you out because that just makes things worse <laughs> in many ways. I wanted to give you some insight into things that you can do right now on your own that will pay dividends in your gut health and your overall health really for that matter. And so I was really thinking if I could go back in time with my now clients before before we started working together, if I could give them just three pieces of advice of things to try, things to do differently before we were working together, what would I tell them? What have been the biggest things that have seemed to be, you know, pretty universal, which that in and of itself can be challenging to come up with in the field of gut health because everyone is so different, you know, and so it can be really tough to make generic recommendations. So Know that also if you are signing up for a program and it's a group program without any personalization, 
you may get results, but they may also be kind of limited because everyone is truly so different. And so if you're joining a group program, it really has to be done well so that you're still getting personalized support within a group setting. But so what universal recommendations can I come up with? What seems to help most people? What do most people really need that they're not currently doing? And what is going to get people a really good thing for their buck once they start introducing this stuff? So if you guys are new to following me, new to listening, you may not know this, but if you've been around for very long, you know that I am all about efficiency. I want the most direct path to the solution. I've also learned to embrace the journey and you know, knowing that the growth comes in those twists and turns and in the valleys, that's when we rise, right? And that's when we grow. My husband, Joe, is much more a enjoy the journey kind of guy. So we make a really great couple because I'm like resolved and he's like, let's enjoy the journey. But whenever it comes to gut health, if you're really feeling bad, you want to feel better. So it's kind of like, how can we feel help you feel better with just some free advice on the podcast? without a huge investment, without a huge shift, while also being able to then enjoy your journey a little bit more. So this is what I keep up with. I hope that you guys take a lot away. Let me know. Send me a message over on Instagram. My handle's down in the show notes. Let me know what you really took away from this session, what you're going to implement. And then of course, follow up and let me know the um, results that you're getting. Because as I said, I love a good result. So first of all, three things. The first one is I want you, it's actually not going to have anything to do with with nutrition or supplements <laughs> or working out or, you know, maybe anything that you would think has to do with gut health, but it's actually super important. So the first thing is I want you to learn how to set and maintain boundaries with people, with your time, with your job, with your food. You need to be authentic to yourself. You need to know who you are. You need to know what you're all about. You need to know how you want to show up, how you want to serve other people. This sounds really selfish and swimming. Honestly, I think it sounds pretty selfish whenever we're like, oh, I have boundaries. You know, I think it's really easy to think like, oh, well, she's just selfish. No, it's not, you guys. And I'm so honest, like stepping onto my soapbox here. I am so tired of women viewing self-care and caring for their bodies as selfish, caring for our health and having those boundaries to keep us mentally and physically and emotionally healthy is not selfish because it allows you to pour out more to others. So you have to have these boundaries. And in order to do that, you have to know what those lines are. And you have to know what you're willing and not willing to do. Willing to know what you are willing and not willing to, you know, put up with or sacrifice or risk. Because until you have clarity on those things, you may be filled with resentment towards other people, resentment towards your job. And it's not their fault. They didn't, they didn't know there was a boundary there that they were crossing. And you may not even know that there is a boundary there that they were crossing, but if you're, that's a sign, right? If you are feeling resentment towards a person or a thing like a job, 
that's a really good indicator that, hey, maybe there's a boundary there that you need to explore that's being crossed. And you need to, you know, state what that boundary is so that you can move forward in a healthy way. If this is a new concept to you and you're curious about it and you'd like to learn more about setting boundaries, there's a great book. It's by Melissa Urban. She actually was the co-founder of the Whole30 program, which hated or love it, you know, whatever, be, be what it is. But this book is great. It's called The Book of Boundaries, Set the Limit That Will Set You Free. And it's a really, really great book. She talks about different instances, even more ways to recognize that maybe a boundary is being crossed without you realizing it. She talks through scripts of what to say in kindness without apologizing for the boundary because you shouldn't have to apologize for something that's not in alignment with you and all of that. So if this is something that you're just new to or not super comfortable with, I really encourage you to check her book out. So I do have a quote from it. It says, in the book, she says, it's not selfish to prioritize your own health and happiness. Ask yourself, am I willing to betray myself just to make someone else comfortable? And y'all, we do that all the time. How many times a day as women are you betraying yourself so that someone else can be comfortable? And sometimes the answer to that question is yes. Sometimes I'm willing to betray myself (laughs) a little bit so that someone else who I love can be comfortable. But it's about acknowledging that and making that decision willingly versus just subconsciously letting yourself get walked all over and then resenting that person. I think that that is really a lot more hurtful in the long run towards the relationship than understanding that there needs to be a boundary there. Same thing with time, same thing with careers, relationships, all of it. So that's the first thing is, you know, learn how to set and maintain boundaries, okay? Another reason that this is really important to gut health specifically. So yeah, it's important to your overall health, gut health, overall health, mental health, emotional health. It's all connected because you're one person with all of these components to you. And so you can't isolate just physical health, a shirt from emotional and mental health. And just kind of a physical scientific example of that is, you know, just the impact of stress on our gut health and on our overall health. We all know that chronic stress is bad. I have podcast episodes just about that topic. So if this is something you want to hear more about, go back and listen. But stress is really damaging to our gut. How many times have you been stressed out about something and your GI symptoms worsened, right? So the vagus nerve, which I talked about in this podcast, I talk a lot about it in the course because it's in in my gut rehab program because it's really important for gut health. It's critical for gut health. The vagus nerve connects your brain and your gut to each other. In your brain, it's up where your limbic system is that controls your fight, flight, or freeze response. And then it goes down into your gut and controls gut motility. So if that brain is constantly firing in fight or flight because you're stressed out because you're not setting boundaries and you're letting yourself get pushed beyond comfort for yourself, your gut is going to feel the impact of it. Are you getting that connection there? Like I said, I talk a lot more about this with my clients, but if I could just tell you one thing to do right now, it's really examine the boundaries in your life and see if you need to be setting some. The second one is chew their food to applesauce consistency. I've beat this one into your heads, you guys. 
<laughs> if you've been around me for more than five minutes, you've probably heard me say this to you, but not enough of you are doing it still. <laughs> and it makes such a huge difference. Like I've had people work with me and we change this one thing and it gets rid of 80% of their gut symptoms, y'all. It's huge. Chew your food, chew your food, chew your food. Meals should take 15 to 30 minutes. Your food should be applesauce consistency. Whenever you do this, you help stimulate this beautiful digestive orchestra process where, you know, your, your body and your digestive tract all works in harmony. If you skip this, if you're not chewing your food, if you're swallowing whole, if you're eating distracted, you're just setting yourself up to not properly digest your food. It's like, gosh, what's even a good analogy here that I can put into this? It's asking your, your gut to just work way too hard, way too hard than it was meant to work. I keep thinking of like, I don't even, I don't have a good analogy for this. I'll probably come up with something as soon as I'm done recording this show. But it's like fitting a piece of material through a machine that that machine is not equipped to handle, right? And you have to prime it first. If you guys have a good analogy for this, please send me a message on Instagram because I feel like, like some sort of a construction analogy is coming here where you have to prime your materials before you can put it into the machine. So if you think of something, let me know. But you know, that's, that's really it. like if you're not chewing your food, so much burden on your gut. It's just going to lead to indigestion, bloating, reflux, all of those yucky symptoms, and then even diarrhea and constipation. So really, all of your digestive symptoms can partly be explained by not chewing your food well. So chew your food, applesauce consistency, 20 to 30 times a bite at least. One way to track if you're doing this already or not is sit down and chew your food and count how many times you're chewing it. And if 30 times of chewing feels ridiculous, you know you're probably not chewing your food that much. So that's the second thing that I would have every single person do. Please chew your food. <laughs> and then the third thing that I would have my clients do before we work together or not do rather in this instance is do not buy and take supplements without first understanding your unique gut situation. Okay. These companies, y'all, are so clever with their marketing. They are so smooth. They will promise you the world and maybe you're maybe not deliver on it, you know, and they have little like asterisks notes underneath it probably that say they can't guarantee results, but they tell such a wonderful story that is so intriguing and it just brings you in and you just know if you order this one bottle of supplements, it's going to fix all your and they're all going to go away. And that's just not how it works. It's just not. I wish it was that easy, but if it was, I wouldn't have a job. You have to understand what is going on in your gut. You have to know all of the different pieces, how they fit together before you start adding any, any supplements. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time and your money. And you could potentially even be doing more harm than good because you could be taking something that actually makes your issue worse. So just be really careful, you know, with supplements. I will say like an omega-3 supplement is probably fine. Actually, that's one that I recommend most people take because most of us are not getting enough omega-3 fatty acids in our diet and too many omega-6s, which can be inflammatory. So there's a bonus tip for you. It's omega-3 supplements. Yay, everything else. And you need to know what you're doing. You need to know what your plan is, what you're going after, all of that before, before doing something. And those supplements are expensive, you guys. So especially if you're buying from a reputable company, they can be really pricey. 
But that's another thing. I remember whenever my oldest daughter was born, I'm kind of going off on a side story here, but it's it's making a point. So bear with me. <laughs> whenever my oldest daughter was a baby, Charlotte, she's half now. She's going to be nine this summer. Whenever she's a baby, um, I remember Highlands, the natural brand Highlands uh, made teething tablets. And they were just these little, tiny little tablets that you would put under their tongue and they would dissolve in their mouth. And they worked amazingly. And they had a little bit of belladonna in and belladonna is a poison. And whenever you took the teething tablets according to the dose and followed the instructions on the package, it was fine. And like I gave them to Charlotte and it was fine. We never had an issue. Highlands is a really great brand and they were, you know, producing as far as I know, products that were good quality and, and not a huge variation in ingredient numbers or anything like that. But you know, very, very tragically, babies were dying from taking these teething tablets. And what was happening was the parents were giving above the recommended dose. And I think that can happen so often, especially with natural products and supplements, if people assume that because they're natural, they can't be harmful. And that's just not the case. So you really need to exercise caution around even dietary supplements and really know what you're doing before you just start taking things. So you know, that's my, that's my little tip for you there. Before you buy any supplement, my question to you would be, what do you hope to accomplish with this supplement? And if it is something like fix all my gut issues and something super generic like that, it ain't for you. You need to figure out more information before you start trying to fix it. You need to know what the problem is. So those three things, you know, if you're not doing them right, they really can make your digestive symptoms worse. And lead to a lot of frustration because typically if you're, you know, if you're not doing these things or if you are doing these things, like whichever way it goes, like if you're ordering all of the supplements and you're eating all the right foods, you're doing the elimination diets and you're missing these other things, you may not be getting the good results. And that's because you really need a comprehensive plan. And it's normally whenever somebody is trying a lot of different things that then they're coming to me and they're saying, I'm skeptical of anything working because I've tried everything and nothing has worked. And, you know, it's it's just not the case. Like, there's probably a lot that you're not doing. There's probably things that you're doing that aren't the right things for you. And so that's where having an expert really just look at the big picture and look at everything and see how all the pieces are fitting together and figure out what your unique gut story is can be all the difference in the world in your results. And really, whenever we figure all of that out, the speed at which my clients get results is really surprising to them, honestly, most of the time, because they've gone years struggling and feeling like they've tried all the things with no results. So if you're thinking, okay, great, Katie, like, these all sound nice. How do I do these and stick with them? I could probably need a little bit more than just reading a book, although it would be very helpful. That's fine. If you're needing a plan, you're needing support, you're needing strategy, my gut rehab program has all of these things and so, so, so much more. I'd love to talk with you about getting you some help, getting you some, some support and, you know, making a huge difference in your gut health, in your overall health, in your quality of life and how you're showing up. It's so important to me how you're showing up and serving others and being the life that you were meant to be. So if that's you, if you're needing some help, if you're wanting to learn more about how I might be able to help you, Scroll down, click the link to apply, and book a free call with me in the notes. And I can't wait to talk with you soon.